Tosfos in Avodah Zarah tells us that there are certain things that it's also for a yid to do because of chukas hagoi, and it's like a not dafka Avodah Zarah, but it's like a, so the minig of goyim to do these things. So Tosfos, a yid doesn't get involved in anything that has a shaykhus to any minig of a goy. And the reason that many bring is, some say it's a chayk, there's no, uh, there's no real reasoning for it, because it comes from a pasuk, don't go in the ways of the goyim. It's a chayk. It's a statue, we don't really understand exactly why, but we don't do it. The chinuch says, the reason why we don't do it is simply because we want to distance yidin from goyim. So therefore we want to make sure that a yid has no shaykhs to any practices that a goyim may do. So I want to discuss, Hashem, based on what we discussed a little bit yesterday, I want to discuss some of the practices that maybe perhaps fall under this category of Chukas Hagoi, Daukei Amoiri, and the like. Let's try to go through some of them to understand where they come from, what the halacha would be. Let's try to go through some of the inyonim in that case. So for example, the Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea Summa Kuf Ayantes brings down that's the Makar, but the Shulchanan brings that a person should not rely on superstitions. Superstitions, for example, could mean, meaning to decide based on superstitions. So, if there's a black cat that walks in front of me on the street, then I'm going to decide that the business venture that I'm about to embark upon is not a good idea. No, we do not do that. Yidin do not decide things based on Acts that may happen in front of him, superstitious actions. We also don't use signs for the future. So for example, I'm going to hold the stick, and if it falls that way, then I'm going to take the, you know, the plunge, and I'm going to do that business deal, or whatever it may be. If it falls the other way, it means no, we don't do that. Kali Sol doesn't go and decide things based on these sorts of things. Rav Shimshu Rafal Hirsch, by the way, has a whole mahalach to explain if you look at the Rosh Chachma, it also brings the same thing in Shara Yira, that the idea is that a person should always look at every action he does and decide, is what I'm doing now going to bring Nachas to Rabbi Nishlalem? Is it Ratzin Hashem? Is what I'm doing now what the Rabbi Nishlalem wants for me? We don't decide the future based on things that we put in front of us. So that is one other thing over there. Shulchan brings again, Yeridei, Kufay and Tess, stargazing or looking at the crystal ball, for example. These are all things which fall under the category of an Issa, of Chukas Hagoi, of Daukei Moiri, and must not be done. A person is not even allowed to heal himself, based on all of these interesting ways of healing oneself. I'm not talking about with herbal medication, I'm talking about with interesting ways that they have, which are very Goy Shemahalchem, of healing a person, not with medication is, could be, a problem of Daukei Mori, depending what it is. Again, you look at the Gemara Vedazor, Samach Zayin, or the whole Sugya, Yehudei, Kufayin Tess, goes to that as well. Now, one of the problems that we have with this, is that we see that it's not always the case. We see, for example, the uh, Shulchan Aruch and Ezer, in Simon Samach Dalit brings down, when should a person arrange a chasana for? When should I convey the date of a chasana? The first half of the month. If you want a good marriage, First half of the month. Ah, so one second. So we are kind of predicting things. Or for example, we know, the Gemara tells us, that we, uh, Simonim Ilsihi, comes to Rosh Hashanah. We do all sorts of Simonim on Rosh Hashanah, because that would affect the, the, ne- the rest of the year. Well, what does that mean? Are we also trying to do that, in that case over there? Yeshiva starting Rosh Chodesh. What's Rosh Chodesh? Like we're starting on things. What's the reason that we're sort of relying on dates and times 
to show the success of something. So there's a Mordecai Rambam. The Rambam in Marina Vuchim Gimel brings down that he says that all sorcery, all types of magic that people believe them, believe in, are completely baseless. They're completely no shaykhs whatsoever. They have no effect whatsoever. And the Torah says that they're still asa, even if they'll have no effect, because, because maybe people will become like, very involved in them and will actually believe in them. Which is why the Rambam says that it's a problem. However, any cure or any superstition that actually is known to work in that case, then the Rambam says that could be, depending on the situation obviously, that could be muta in that case. There are many, like the Rajba and the Ramban and the Ran, that are choylik on that sugar over there. Because anything that's done by a goy automatically could be asa to be done by a yid. Now, there are a lot of different sort of categories. It's impossible to go through all of them. Let's give you some, some examples of some of the things that we're maybe not even familiar with, which could fall under the category of chukas agoy, daukei which are brought down in some of the paiskin. Number one, names. The Medrash tells us that one of the reasons that Kalal had the schos of leaving Mitzrayim, one of the reasons is because they had the schos of never changing their name. Kalalitzon have specific names, we have distinct names, and we cannot use our, uh, the names of a goy. According to the Maram Sheikh, if a person calls himself or anyone else a goyish name, he's over an Issa Da'oraisa of and in fact the Maram Sheikh was actually, Sheikh stands for Shem Yisrael Kodesh, right? Ramosha brings down a Limut Schos for many of the goyish names that people have. But Moshe says because they were went into hiding and they were scared. Clearly, so sometimes were in situations of sakana. So maybe they had to call themselves Goyish names just so they shouldn't be known, it shouldn't become public, it shouldn't be a sakana. So Moshe says there's, there's a limutschos in that way. What about the red band? People have these red strings that go around their, their, their you know, their, um, their hands. What's the halacha with such a thing over there? So there's a Tosefta in Shabbos Perik Zayin. Well, the Tosefta tells us that if you tie a red string on your finger, as I state in the Tosefta, that's Darke Amoiri. That's something that should not be done in that case. Um, there are many, many postkin that bring this down. The Rishas Chachma brings it as well. The Daikichiva brings it in Yeridei, Kufai and Tess as well. Red, by the way, also, it, it does, we know, brings a person to save himself from Ayin Hora. And in fact, the, in the Chuvan, the Debit Sinarov, in Ben Moshe Chedeches, Simon Lamad Vov, Ois Beis, that he says that Avada, he brings many Marmakoimas to show that red can rid a person from an Ayin Hora. And Kach is the Minig, he writes to put in the baby carriage, something red over there, to save a person, Debit Sinarov brings it in Chuvas, from, uh, from, came from, from, uh, Ayin Hora. In that case over there, there's a, there's a Shita in the Beis that he brings, that he mentions in Chazal also, that uh, Anas is not considered to be Daukei Mori to do that. If you see in the Zoyer as well, in Pausha Shlach, he says that when a person looks at Tcheles, it avoids Ayin Hora. Ay, so why red? It says Tcheles. So Rishishma Falhash brings that it comes from the worm. The worm is the lowest form of animal that crawls on the ground. And when a person sees the worm, it gives him a sense, or should give him a sense of anova. Now he realizes that, you know, at the end of the day, a worm is the lowest creature and everything else like that. And therefore, because of that, he should hopefully, all his gaiva should go away and hopefully the Ayn Horus together with that should also be gone. By the way, Rabelsky's at Sal Paskind, that if you have one of those wet things, you have to take it off on Shabbos. Because it's the Issa of Hitzah if there is no Eruv. Rabbi Obach told me that he tainas that it's okay. He wants to say it's like a Kamea or whatever. But I come upon him. The Maisa Rabelsky's at Sal Paskind, that it could be a shine if there's no Eruv of 
carrying it over there. Now, Stamazoi wearing red is also a shy. It's more Hilchas Tznias. But Hilch, even wearing red is a big, the Marik was very, very makbid. Not too. The Shach brings down in day. Also, a person should not wear red in that case. By the way, the Mishnah Lachas, Rabbi Nasher Klein says, it applies not only to women, but also to men. It doesn't make a difference. The Shuravazan and Shevet Alevi is a tshuva in Chayim Bob that he says that the Maisa, for kids, you can be a bit more makel to wear red. It's not the end of the world. Rabbi Chaim Kinyeski's Zatzal was more machmed that you shouldn't wear red, even for kids in that case. There's a Shaila even Mizmanazah. Is it a problem? But a Kapon and many were makbid in that case. Wedding rings. Giving a man a wedding ring. So uh, Ramosha is a tshuva. And he writes that when people exchange rings and give ring, rings at the engagement or the wedding, whatever it may be, it's a goyish azach. But he says that if a man wants to do so to show that he is married, then it's no shaykh to a simon of kedushin. I know someone, for example, that used this lamaisa. They went to, there was a, it was a bacha. And he went to university. And in university, he was a bacha, he put on a ring specifically so that any girl over there should have no shaykhahs because she knows that he's married. So Moshe says, if you're doing it for that purpose, not for the same of Kedushin, then Avada, there's a mokim to be mekel. But he says that a Yerushamayim should be machmeh. Putting the bima, by the way, placing the bima in the shul is also major shaykhahs, darkei moiri. It has to be that you don't put the bima right in front of the Arunah Kodesh in a place that people cannot walk in front, as long as the bimah is placed in a place where there is an area that someone can walk, it doesn't have to be mamish in the middle, it can be closer to the front, but as long as someone can walk, otherwise that is doimit to the goyim. A bas mitzvah, where Moshe has a tshuva about making a bas mitzvah, is that mutter, is it not? And he writes at the end of the day, could be it's a shayla of chukas hagoi, but he says it's no worse than a regular birthday party. Ramosh Sturmach also says a similar idea. It's a, it's a nice fancy birthday party, so that wouldn't be a problem. Ramosh also didn't like the idea of Thanksgiving as well, because again, it's a goy shizach, even though it's a shayla, is it come from goy? It doesn't come from goy, that's a different shayla. But Akoponi Rebelski Zatzal said, if you're doing it as hakoris hatoy to the, to the America, to allowing us to live there and, and, you know, serving the rabbi Shalom and everything else, then about then there's no problem. In that case, that's the Kavana. Uh, flowers on a matseva, also very goyish azach, to put flowers on the tombstone on the matseva over there. If a person is allowed to do that, there's a big tshuva in Chachamovadi, Yabia, Oimer, Chelek, Gimel, Simochov, Dalit, whether a person is allowed to put flowers on the matseva, putting a, a picture of the mace, some sofa goes wild with anyone that puts a picture of the mace on the tzi and on the, on the, on the tombstone over there, on the matseva, that's a terrible thing to do. Sports stadiums, when Moshe talks about going to sports stadiums and he says, it's a Shiloh of Moshe of Leitzim, he said, it's not Chokas Agoy. Chukas Agoy, it's not. He does the Shaila if it's Chukas Agoy, he says it's not. But it's definitely going to be considered to be a Shaila of Moshe of Leitzim. But he says, could be nowadays, the Minig, people do it, whatever, Ayin Shom. Um, all sorts of things, Rabbi Sai, like that. We have to finish over here, but just to mention one last thing, Rabbi Sai. The Heilige Chovetz Chaim, when he made Birchas HaShachar every day, and he said the Bracha, he made sure, he stopped, he paused and he thought to himself, is there anything inside me that has any shaykhs to a goy or not to a goy? Haircuts, clothing, things that we do, things that we say, places that we go, because I have a shaykhs to a goy. Before we say shalai goy, we want to make sure we have no shaykhs. When Mashiach comes, Be'ez Hashem, later today, he's going to be picking out those that associate themselves with Yidin, not those that associate themselves with goyim. Have a wonderful day.